Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Episode 435 of the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about what is the worst SummerSlam main event of all time. Get your thinking caps on. PNP Nation, Wrench Mob, are you ready? 435. Let's have some fun. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do this without further ado. PNP Nation, Rich Mob, let's go! Yeah, yeah, you already know what time it is. It's that official time when we take this worldwide. Let's go. Listen, listen. So now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. 
We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devour him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Show, uh. Turn it up! All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes of Power Slam show, episode 435. It's been a pretty hectic uh, past uh, 30 minutes or so, man. Uh, lots of stuff going on, so we are going to make it happen. Um, all right, so <clears throat> what's going on, everybody? Um. Hold on. Uh, it's been crazy. I'm trying to do some scheduling stuff. What's up, everybody? I uh, just had Eric Bischoff on the Sports Kita, my Sports Kita unscripted show. Uh, so uh, it was, it, it became so popular. That's um he said that he'll be able, he he's he said he can come on next week. So already had somebody scheduled for next week. So I'm gonna have to pull a two a day, uh most likely next week if uh if he's available. So yes, it's been it, it's a good thing. It's 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 crazy, but it's a it's a good crazy. And plus again, this is uh I was sharing with Eric Bischoff. Uh, before we went live, uh, that this is a this is very cathartic. So, because on Friday I I, I have to uh, do an oral defense for my dissertation, so it is the last stop uh, of of me becoming a doctor. So, yes. So talking wrestling and talking with Eric Bischoff uh, definitely um, is fun. As always. So how are you, PNP Nation? How's everything going? How was how's the weather? Uh, we are going to talk about the worst uh SummerSlam main events, uh, in your opinion, of all time. So um again, like we've been doing, um freestyling, y'all. We're just gonna have some fun, man. That's 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 going to be the PMP format for the foreseeable future. 
of course those who have patreon um those who are patreon members um they have first dibs on like flavor of the weeks and things like that um and also we will be bringing people on as co-hosts too uh, with six-month patrons so uh if you're a six-month patron let me know and you're looking at this uh shoot me an email uh crave wrestling at gmail.com or actually it'd probably be better if you just uh um if you just dm me on instagram probably that'll probably be the best um and say you're a six-month uh, patron and let me know show me some some proof and uh we'll get you on as a co-host so let me know let me know all right so look we got a lot of people on tonight we got some fun we got alfred we got josh uh we got tyler um we have um yeah we got a lot of people here on the pmp nation uh looks like a lot of lot of my what's up i was actually uh texting it, it. <laughs> so like i said the eric bischoff interview was so um it was so popular it was like up to there was like 90 over 90 people on live at once and so that was so popular that um i do it for you so i have i have to cut those interviews off to make sure that i'm on pmp hanging out with y'all so i had to cut the interview short and plus uh, eric uh was flexible and so gracious enough to do the interview and he had to get up at 4 30 in the morning so um so yeah so he had to, he had to go i had to go and so um there was some uh some issues were going live at first and then he left and I called him came back and we were able to do a really good live stream. And then, um, and so there was so many unanswered questions that, from the audience, uh, from the, from the, for that, um, I, I had to cut it short uh, to make sure I'm here to hang out with y'all. So, um, so yeah, man. So I, I was texting. So the, admins at sports kita and eric and i'm paying, playing the middleman and try to get something scheduled for next week because i already have i have interviews locked in until the end of august uh, as far as just uh, my unscripted show uh, on tuesday nights and 11 so he said he can come back next week to do a part two i already have something scheduled i have a big name schedule for next week so um we're trying to see if we can do, you know, some two a days. So, uh, it's cool. I mean, I get, I get paid, you know, I'll just get paid more. <laughs> so it's, it's, it, it's, you know, I'll make it work. My, um, as of Friday, my doctoral journey, as far as me prepping for anything to be done, I'll have more free time on my hands after next, uh, after next Friday, although I'll still, by day, I'm a mental health specialist. By night, I'm a journalist, so I'll still be busy, super busy. But I'll have a lot more time on my hands as far as being flexible with my schedule. So I can be flexible next week. This week, definitely not. <laughs> I'm preparing and PowerPoint slides together and uh, preparing for my oral presentation. So I definitely am not flexible this week. But next week, I'm more flexible. So 
Um, just stay tuned. Follow me at Chris Prolific, of course, and uh, stay tuned as far as the plan to have perhaps two interviews, two big interviews. Eric Bischoff said he can come back next week, so we may do that again. So just, just stay tuned. So a lot going on, but in a good way, though. So appreciate you asking, Marisa. Marisa, yes, Marisa. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, Marissa's asking what I think of the stream rules on Sunday. That was a week, that was last Sunday, that was two Sundays ago, right? Yeah, two Sundays ago. Um, it was all right. I mean, I talked about it last week a little bit. It was all right. Some, 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 some high, some lows. I don't know about the swamp match. Eh, I mean, it just didn't make any sense to me. So, uh, some parts were okay. You know, I, I appreciate the fact that they're doing those matches, though. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, I like the fact that they're doing matches outside of the ring. So I will say that uh, I do like the drama. I like more of the cinematic matches. I think those are really important at, for these days. Um, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't too, I'm not too critical of it based on those parameters. So it was, it was hit and miss to me. Um, but I, again, I like the fact that they're doing um, cinematic matches. Um, what other, uh, the, I really liked uh, Taker AJ. That, I mean, that was the best cinematic match of the year. I mean, they, they did a fantastic job there. So I don't know. I'm missing one. Uh, uh, Cena and, and and Bray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm missing another WWE cinematic match. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something. You guys will tell me in the chat. Um, IG is at Chris Prolific. Everything across the board is at Chris Prolific. Everything across the board, uh, at Chris Prolific everywhere and every, every, everywhere. So right there across the board, IG, Twitter, um, at Chris Prolific. All right. Um, what else we got? PMP nation. Uh, yes, absolutely, Josh. I will give you a shout out because uh, your birthday is on Sunday. Happy birthday, Josh. Everybody wish Josh happy birthday. Give him a shout out. Um, you think you have the same shirt? I don't even know where I got this shirt from. I love V-necks. Um, so yeah, I'm a big fan of V-necks. And so I buy different color V-neck shirts. V-necks and Chucks, like you got me. I, I'm a V-neck and Chuck guy. I like uh, big darker. I mean, it, it depends. I, I'm not. I'm not tripping about the V-neck, but the but the but the make has to be pretty nice though. I've got some V-necks that are just kind of like a plain type of uh, feel to it. The shirt quality has to be has to be nice too. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fan of V-necks and Chucks. I love V-necks and Chucks and uh, joggers. And uh, so yeah, I don't even remember. I've had this shirt for a long time. Um, I don't even remember when I got it. I, I really don't. I don't. I don't know where I got it or when I got it. 
Um, if it's, I mean, I've had this, I've had this shirt for probably, I don't know, eight years, maybe 10. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time. 10 years. Say, okay. So say if, say I had it seven years, it would probably be like a, uh, I shopped at, see, I used to, when I used to, I used to be a manager at a retail store in the mall. And I was, I mean, I was everything Aeropostale for, for a while. And then I became, oh, this, I think this is old Navy. Actually, this is, it's probably old Navy because there was a long period of time for a number of years that old Navy was my favorite store to shop. I, I like most of my stuff was old Navy, uh, probably about 15 years ago. I'll say I was like super Aeropostale guy. Um, and I, I became like a soup. No, I'll say probably around 2002 or so i was like aeropo style everything uh 2000 2003 and now it became like i would i would do like aeropo style and some old navy and then i gravitated to like more old navy than anything and um i mean i'm a you know i'm a, I'm a husband with three kids now i'll 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 hop at Walmart in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, I will hop at Walmart in a heartbeat. Uh, and there will be certain times I'll go to Target or, um, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll buy I'll buy like uh, Ohio State shirts all the time from like Kroger or something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, that's typically is if if it's a shirt if this shirt is eight to. 12 years old, it's either from Old Navy or Aeropostale. Um, okay, we'll get to ah, interesting, uh, Kyle. Uh, he says he has to get up before there in the morning, so interesting. Um, what else we got? It'll be 40, Josh. Nice, the big four zero Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Money in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a cinematic match to a to an extent. Yeah, I think that was a miss. That was more of a miss than a hit than a hit for sure. To me, at least. Um what else we got? PNP Nation. We just we just having fun tonight, y'all. We just, you know, hashtag axe Chris. If I can there's a lot of comments coming in if I pick something up and We'll talk about it, man. That's that's really uh, this is kind of this is the PNP lounge. <laughs> that's that's what it, that's what it is. Like for the for the foreseeable future, my my interviews uh, are the first thirty minutes, and the you know this is this is the PNP lounge, man. We're just having some fun. I'm gonna let y'all pick the headlines. I'm gonna let y'all pick the uh, flavor of the weeks. Uh, actually. Sometimes the Flare of the Weeks. This week, the Flare of the Week is the worst uh, SummerSlam main event. I'm going to let y'all pick the headlines. I'm going to let y'all, you know, ask Chris questions, all that good stuff. My man is in the building, Phil Fox. How are you tonight, sir? I'll actually be on his podcast talking about uh, some theology and apologetics. Uh, Y'all know I'm... I'm not a different Chris tonight as a pro wrestling journalist than I am as a uh, theologian and uh, apologist. I love Jesus, and I'm uh, ain't I am not ashamed to say it one one bit. So I would be uh, on his podcast. He has an apologetics podcast called. Uh, we has he has a he has more theology. He does he goes live stream every Sunday. So 
Jobs of Hope Ministries, go and uh, check him out, my guy, Phil Fox. Uh, I will be on his podcast a week from Sunday talking about the uh, prosperity gospel movement, uh, the errors of it. So go check that out. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the bar fight, uh, Robbie. Uh, remind me of Raw and SmackDown. If, <laughs> remind me. Remind me. Um, what's up, Micah? Uh, uh, just real quick. Okay, so this is what I've heard, Micah. Welcome, Micah, to the show. Um, so, so check this out. I think that see, I, I, it should be Drew. I mean, like Drew should be okay. So, it, it's 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 kind of difficult because I wrote a whole article about this. I think it should have been Bobby Lashley. I think I think it should have been Bobby Lashley and Drew. Uh, Bobby Lashley should be the champ. Uh, there should be a heel champ. Uh, Randy Orton is a fantastic, he's the best heel on, on, uh, in WWE right now. Uh, but I think they should give it to Lashley just because he right now, more than anything with his dominant character, I think this is where you give him the opportunity. Orton's had it, you know, over a dozen times. So, um, give it to Lashley and then Drew gets it back and then Brock beats Drew and then Keith Lee wins, wins the Royal Rumble and then Keith Lee and Brock at Mania. That's that's my fantasy booking, which can come true. It definitely can come true. It's definitely probable, very probable. Um, so, yeah, but I think for some reason I heard and I hope that this is not true. I hope they changed their mind really quick. I, I'm not happy about this at all. I heard Orton's going to win at SummerSlam, and then that's going to ride out until Mania. Then we're going to get Orton versus Edge at Mania for the title. Oh, I do not want to see that. Like, understand me when I say this. I do not want to see Edge versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. I don't want to see it. And it just, first of all, this one, the the first one this year, it was too long. It wasn't bad. It was just too long. It was just way too long. And to see a second year of Ed's uh, versus Orton, and now for the title, no no thanks. No thanks. Uh, I'm not interested whatsoever in that. Um, if they do Edge Orton too. Uh, put a step to it. I know the I know the first was last man standing, but I mean, eh, eh, eh. That one, that just, I guess you know, it was Edge's first time back, so so doing a step like that, you know, is is cool. It, it kind of protects them a bit from just doing a regular clinic wrestling match. So I get it in that regard, but I, I based on what we saw this year, I'm I'm just not interested. And Edge versus Orton two, and I'm definitely not interested in Edge versus Orton two for the title. Um, so my hope is that Drew keeps it, uh, but I've got a really bad feeling that Orton's going to take it. Uh, Micah agrees, Aaron agrees, Marissa agrees. Yeah, we we are all in the same boat. Um, awful idea. Um, Alonzo says, we are all in the same boat. That's Edge versus Orton 2 for the title is boo-boo. 
<laughs> hashtag boo boo. I think uh, I think I started that a week or two ago, didn't I? <laughs> boo boo. Hashtag boo boo. Um, great questions, guys. Uh, Micah agrees on Bobby Lashley. Uh, Aaron, let's talk, man. Let's talk. Uh, uh, private message me, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um. Oh yes, yes, Phil. It's, it's this Sunday, this coming Sunday, August fourth, I think. August second. Yeah, I think it's second. Yeah, uh, this Sunday, this Sunday, this coming Sunday. All right, this Sunday. Um, let's see. Alonzo's asking. Uh, did I hear about uh, Vince wanting SummerSlam to be at a special location, like outdoors on a beach or at a boat? I heard. Yeah, well, yeah, he he wanted he he's wanted it to be in a he, he's wanted to be in a um in a setting that will allow more people. Um, you know, he was he was fighting with Boston for for a while, you know, but uh, I mean, it is what it is, man. I mean, look, look listen, <laughs> if he has it in a if he has it in a big spot, here's the thing. Guess what? Guess what I'm about to say. Now, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I mean, there's there's some there's some things I'm willing to give more time to, conflation of numbers. I'm I'm, I'm willing to give more time to that. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um be responsible. That's that's my general thing about just, just with the, every with the pandemic, just be responsible. Wash your hands. Guess what? Boom. Sanitizer. <laughs> Sanitize your hands. Make sure you're clean. Get yourself together. Wear a mask. Don't you be uh, coughing or you know if you if you got a cough, if you got a hiccup, if you got a if if your throat a little tingly, stay at home. All right, stay at home. So, um, so yeah, just 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 do that. Okay, help help us out. Help us out and and, and do that for us. All right. Um, so here's the thing with that, with that, I'm going to add to that. And I'm going to say, if Vince McMahon decides to have a, a re, uh, to have a show at a large venue, guess who the, uh, guess who the responsibility is to come or not come you, the fan, me, the fan. Nobody's forced you to come. If you want to come, you know the chances. Uh, but be responsible. Wear a mask if that's something that you need to do. Whatever. But I mean, if he wants to have it in a bigger arena or some somewhere else, do it. Do it. What's the star skin hutch? Do it. Do it. So that's 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 my take on it, man. He's not forcing anybody to come. You know, so uh, do it. Um, Kyle's asking, who would I put in the main event scene and who would I take out right now? That's a really good question, Kyle. I I, I appreciate that question. Um, Who would I put in the main event scene right now? Uh, I imagine you're speaking WWE. I'm just going to. Assume that you're speaking WWE. Uh, I can do AEW too, though. 
let's start. Let's start WWE. I would put Naomi in the main event scene, women's. Um, I, I wrote. I also wrote a piece about having Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. So I think she should be climbing up to the main event scene. Bianca Belair is a main eventer. Period. She has everything. Like she has the charisma. She has the mic work. She has the athleticism. Her, I mean, like she has an it factor. I have no idea why they're sleeping on her. Maybe to set her up in a better time to become a main eventer, perhaps, but that better be the case because Bianca Belair is a star. She's she's an absolute star. So Bianca Belair, Naomi. Um, on the men's side, Bobby Lashley. I mean, I think he should be a main eventer. Uh, they they dabbled with it a little bit with him and Drew, but now he's playing second fiddle. He's the CEO of the Hurt Business, but for some reason, he's the only one in the Hurt Business without a championship. You know, even though MVP is unofficially champ, he's the one that's holding the champ. Shelton Benjamin is 24-7 champ. So, CEO of the Hurt Business, but he's the one not – okay, yeah, okay, weird. So, Bobby Lashley should be in the main event scene right now. Um... If it was during WrestleMania season, if, if this was about four months ago, I would say Aleister Black. Uh, I actually wrote a piece um, uh, saying that Aleister Black should have won the Royal Rumble before, uh, you know, Drew did. So if this was the beginning of the year, right before Mania season, about four months ago, five months ago, I would say Aleister Black. Now, eh, not so much. Out of the main event scene, uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, I just, I'm sorry, man. I, I mean, you. I guess he's. At, I guess he's still upper mid card, but he was main event for for a little bit, you know, with Drew and things like that. He, he goes in and out of the main event. Dolph Ziggler. I mean, one of the most gifted athletes in all of professional wrestling, hands down, without a question. But Dolph Ziggler should not be in the main event. I mean, no way, Jose. Absolutely not. Um, AEW, uh, as far as females are concerned, um, I like Big Swole, but I like her. I like her. Uh, I like her. Uh, uh, rivalry with Britt Brit Baker. I think that's funny. Although Britt Baker's not wrestling, so <laughs> it's it's kind of a non-wrestling rivalry. But I, I'm still intrigued on it. It's, it's pretty funny. Britt Baker is is hilarious. I think she's doing a really good job as a heel right now. Um, yeah, I like Big Swole up there it's in the main event scene. Um, what other? Because I like Hikaru Shida. I I, I like her a lot. But just no charisma. Uh, just charisma. I mean, it's 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 a charisma thing to me. Like it's just it's charisma, man. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about to me. And so to to honestly, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, athleticism wise, absolutely. Charisma wise, negative, negative. Um, 
So, yeah, not not uh, not very happy about that. Um, let me see what else. Who else in the woman's scene? Uh, uh, yeah, Big Swole. She's really the only one that really sticks out to me right now. As, as someone who's not in the main event scene. Um, as far as the uh, oh, okay, who should go out of the main event scene for the females uh, for for the women stars? Um, eh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's really it's really a toss up with. Who really is and isn't a main event? I mean, Penelope Ford dabbed in there a little bit. Now, is she? Isn't she? It's just kind of uh, neither Rose is pretty as much a standstill as being in the, in the scene there. Um, who else? Um, yeah, yeah. So Big Swell would be my would be my my choice as far as the as far as the guys. Who should be in? I would say. Um, huh. Lance Archer. Absolutely Lance Archer. 100% Lance Archer. Unquestionably Lance Archer. Um, like, I would be totally fine if he was AEW champion right now. Like, if he was feuding against uh, Gian Moxley. <laughs> That's uh justin old justin man uh we had a running joke for a while that uh, every time we would say john cena it had to be like john cena it had to be that every time we said we said it uh and that's the same things going over he has a way of pronouncing it's john <laughs> john cena john moxley uh so he has a really fun way of uh saying john for some reason uh so yeah <laughs> i'd be cool with archer versus moxley uh at a at a major pay-per-view 100 percent uh archer is one of the, the the hottest commodities right now in aw um uh see I, i'm willing to give sean spears a chance but as a baby face though I I I, yeah, I, I, I the, the the Spears heel thing is it was it's a bust to me, it's a bust. Yeah, even with even with Tully, uh, it's a bust. Uh, someone who should not be uh, okay. So um, I think so. I think they should have the FDW Championship uh, a, a deal. I think they should make it a thing, and they, it should have like kind of like hardcore rules. And I think that uh, although I want Brian Cage to be a main eventer, and I would have been totally fine if he won the title, they've put him in a spot now that they automatically put him in that slot, that that kind of secondary upper mid card slot when he lost to Moxley, Gian Moxley. Um, so I, I, I'm, you know, I guess a constellation is FTW Championship. I think that should be kind of a hardcore rules type of thing. Uh, and I would be cool with Darby Allen uh, winning the title, winning the FTW championship. Darby Allen's, uh, you know, just ton of potential. Um, I think his size 
uh, hurts him, uh, but ton of potential. Um, who else as far as who I would have in the main event? I think I'm pretty solid on that. Lance Archer. Um, yeah. That's 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 really it that I can think of as far as as far as many vendors right now, because right now you've got. Uh, uh, I, I'll be cool with Adam Page going back to the main event scene as a babyface. It seems like it seems like Kenny Omega's going about to turn heel. Um, I, I, I'm totally fine with Omega versus Page if the purpose is to build Page up, though. Um, Page needs to build up. Uh, he's still super over uh he's to me i'm a theme song guy i'm a character guy i'm old school i'm a character guy and i'm a promo guy and i'm a theme song guy uh, and i'm a wardrobe guy um those those four things are two, four of the biggest things for me um uh, because it's a comic book it's, to me wrestling's a comic book come to life and that's what it should be i mean it's it's, it's choreographed so uh it's a it should be a comic book come to life so yeah i mean those those are for the biggest factors, of course, the in-ring work. I mean, if you're terrible in the ring, I mean, uh, heels can get away with being worse in the ring than baby faces to me, um, because I mean, you can have an Andre Stud Bundy earthquake type of deal, uh, and then you have the baby face doing the, the the bumping, all the bumping and the selling, so um, and protecting the uh, the baby face in that sense. I mean, protecting the heel in that sense. And so, um, but nowadays, I mean, both need to know something, uh, you know, uh, at least something to woo the crowd. But yeah, I mean, uh, Hangman Page, he's uh, one of my favorite theme songs in all of pro wrestling right now. To me, it has a very cavalier, regal type of feel to it. It, it to me, when I think of theme songs, my litmus test of theme songs is, is can this person walk around? Can this person come out of the, the backstage onto WrestleMania and look at a capacity crowd, as Vince McMahon would say? And so can he look at a capacity crowd and everybody cheer the heck out of you or boo the heck out of you? And they're being um, ignited by your theme song. When they hear, when you hear the the, the guitar strumming, burr, 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 burr. what's that? I just gave you four chords, and you know it's who Hogan. When the glass shatters, it's who Austin. When the gong hits, it's who Taker. If you smell the Rock, so the countdown, Jericho, so. Music has so much to, pl- to play. So it's so important. Theme songs are so important to building a character. I mean, vitally important to building a character. To me, when I think of Adam Page, uh, his music, it, it to me, it feels that he's coming to a WrestleMania stage and they do a panoramic view of all the crowd just really and all of his entrance, like just really soaking it all in. So that's what I get from that. So those would be my, my choices. Great, great question. Uh, 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Shane is asking, um, uh, Todd WWE, uh, and same old storylines. Naya squares off against Shayna and security tries to hold him back. I'm sick of this. Everything Shane is sick of this. <laughs> Every time it starts to get good, WWE pulls his pulls his crap. Are you uh, tired of those angles too? Uh, I'm not a fan of Nia Jackson's uh, Shayna Baszler two heels. I think you have to differentiate the faces and heels. Um, Cody Rhodes, I, I, I like Cody. I, I like Cody, uh, but he, you know he he was he said something to Twitter or, or somewhere in an interview that he's not a face or a heel. I'm like, come on, stop it, stop it. Wrestling is choreographed; it's stage, so you gotta have you you play on that stuff. Either you're a good guy or a bad guy, you know, like. You can't put so much reality in wrestling. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me of, of putting reality in wrestling. The whole point of wrestling is to convince people that this is real, or this is not staged or choreographed. Of course, the bumps are real. I get it all. Um, I, I know I have a lot of friends in the wrestling business. It hurts. There's it's it's injuries. It's it's you know. Uh, being not being able to move in the morning, I get it. The bumps are real. Every everything about that is real, but you're going to have to convince us the punches and the kicks and the super kicks when you're doing that and hitting your leg. You you you're convincing. At the end of the day, no matter how much realness you want to put into it, you have to convince a crowd. You have to suspend our disbelief. Period. Simple as that. You have to. Pro wrestling is about suspending disbelief. It is a comic book come to life, period. And so whatever realness you want to add to it, which I think the more realness you add to it, the more people get injury prone. And and I think you need to scale down on that. Um, Just create characters, create good guys, create bad guys, have awesome theme music, have nice wardrobes. Have us get sucked into the character, not the wrestling so much, because we know that there's that's choreographed and we know that that's predetermined. We know that stuff like get us soaked in to the characters, to the crowd, like the crowd wants they're buying into the brand of the characters. Anybody can wrestle anybody good. The 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 big thing is the characters. That's what we're buying into. And so be a good guy, be a bad guy. If, if the whole point, if, if, if it's a, if pro wrestling is about paying it forward, you really like, if you if your goal was to pay it forward and, and to build up a star, your aim should be the biggest, most lovable good guy or the most hated menacing bad guy. There is every single baby face and heel, every single competitor, that should be their goal. If they're, if your goal truly is to get yourself over and pay it forward to get somebody else over, that should be your aim. I if I if I'm booked to be a babyface, I better be the most likable, lovable. Not I'm not, I'm not talking about fluffy or lovable. I'm just talking about people love me. People love my brand as a good guy, as a babyface. Or I better be like, man, I, I'm having. I'm thinking about how much I hated the fact that Lance Archer just desecrated John Moxley at the end of the show last night. 
I'm thinking about that two or three days later, you know, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to see AEW next week because, man, he's got some, he's got something coming for him. Like I can't stand the fact that he used to, that he did that. He just he, he mangled him. I can't stand that. I can't stand Lance Archer. You know, like that's how we're supposed to do it. That's why that's why Archer's one of the best characters right now because he's a heel. He's a bad guy. He doesn't want you to like him. Like that's the point. Heels should never want people to like them. That's why I'm not a big fan of Adam Cole. Sorry, guys. I'm not a fan of Adam Cole. In the ring, good stuff. But character-wise, not a fan. Because his character is making people like him. And to me, that's not that's not a good heel. It's just not. You're not a heel. You're you're messing, you're messing up your baby faces that go against you. Because the point should be you should get heat. That's the point of heat. You should get heat, make people not like you, pass it over to the baby face because that makes them better. That's what happened with Roman Reigns. People didn't like Roman Reigns. People were saying so much things about Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns ended up going against some good heels, namely um, Corbin, namely Drew McIntyre, people, two people who couldn't, st- people could not stand at the time. Uh, Shane McMahon, a lot of people say his heel run wasn't that good, but he there was a point in time that people couldn't stand Shane McMahon. So that helped Roman Reigns. So he went through a list of heels in that short time, and people started cheering Roman Reigns. And he, he didn't do anything different. There was nothing about Roman Reigns that was different. He had the same promo, same moves, same everything. Uh, and I and I'm a, and I I am advocate for Roman Reigns. I people y'all watch the show every week. A lot of y'all do. Most of you do. PNP Nation. Y'all know for over the for years I have been one of the biggest Roman Reigns defenders. <laughs> period. Um, but it's funny because people started cheering him. Why? Because he started to go against heels. And that's what you want to do. That's how that's how you move the needle when it comes to ratings. You you got all these you got all these ratings issues, but you're not developing any characters. The 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 in ring work hasn't been terrible. As it hasn't been terrible. I mean, I can give you a good match, but people aren't interested because they're not interested in the characters. That's what it's all about. So, um, you you, you kind of have to. You kind of have to make that happen, man. Otherwise, people are going to be dropping, dropping, dropping like flies, man. Uh, Michelle said uh, the Miz did a good job, and with that, I don't think he's a good wrestler. I think I think Miz is solid in the ring, uh, but you are absolutely right. Miz did a did a fantastic job, um, be becoming. Uh, Doing playing that heel role for sure. Absolutely. 100 percent agree with that. Um what else we got? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, Chad. That's the point. See, right here is the point. Even though I can't stand him, this bracket right here is exactly what it should be. <laughs> who who's him? Who's him? MJF. Even though I can't stand him, MJF theme song, he could get a crowd going. 
That's exactly what it should be. MJF is one of the best heels in all of wrestling right now. Simple as that. That This right here, this comment right here is exactly what I'm talking about. That's what it should be. And like Chad doesn't know MJF. I, I would I would bet I would bet I would put a wager on Chad does not know MJF personally to say I can't stand him. Like he doesn't know him. I don't even know if you ever met him. I would have bet that you never met him. You could, but I'd bet you never met him. You don't know anything about MJF's personal life. Nothing. But you can't stand him. That's exactly what it should be. That's exactly what it should be. Even though I can't stand him, why can't you stand him? You don't even know him. You can't stand him because he makes himself can't standable. <laughs> that's that's who that's what he does. That's what NJF does, and he does a really good job at it. That's exactly what it should be. Exactly. Absolutely. See, the thing is with Aaron, and that's the reason why we're seeing record low ratings. And that's the thing. Forget about, here's the thing. It should be a bigger challenge. And I appreciate people like the Jerichos of this world, even the JBLs in this world who, like, they've said before that they want to make people hate them when they are heels. and. That is an even bigger challenge for everybody. It should be a bigger challenge for everybody. If you're booking me as a heel, I should be writing notes. I should be looking at old tape of, of, of really good heels. I should make it. It's easy for people. It's, it's easy to make a crowd tick. It's easy. Like MJF, he's like, you know what? I, it's, it's a challenge. People might like me because I'm this arrogant cocky heel which it's likable nowadays but i want to make people hate me and that's what he's done he's done a very good job at it lance archer again people hate the guy because he's doing a really good job being a heel and it's it's doable we see it it's doable you know and, and i think that the, the big thing is a lot of people don't want to really step up to the challenge and say you know what if you are booking me as a heel if that is my role, if you are indeed booking me as a heel, I'm going to go all out. I'm I'm going to study being a heel. I'm going to study it. I'm going to make it in my fiber <laughs> to, to, to for people to hate me. Um, and that's the thing. Again, if you don't even know MJF. You don't even know him, but you can't stand him. That's exactly, um, exactly the point. Paul, yep, Brock, uh, you, you, hear, you hear that. Uh, in the beginning, you know it's Brock's theme song. Absolutely. Um, ah, interesting. Interesting. Omega should have made the WWE jump. Huh. Uh, should Omega have made the jump? I just don't know that they treat him fairly. But I would say that he was in a pretty hot spot, though. He was in New Japan. And he was a main event in New Japan um, when he left, so he was he was still in a very hot spot. So he could have been big, but uh, I like Kenny Omega, but his character is not very strong, though. Um, yeah, it's, it's not very strong. I don't think it's strong enough to 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 really carry a, a brand. 
Uh, what else we got? PMP Nation. Good stuff. Good stuff. See, I don't, I, I don't want Archer versus Cage because those uh, keep them healed. Both of them are heels. Keep them healed. Absolutely. Um, I like, I like, I like Chris Stratlander. I like Chris Stratlander. She's, I didn't say her name because she's injured. So, um, yeah, for sure. Um, what we got? Michael's uh, asking, AW is going to do a version of Four Horsemen FTR page, and it uh, looks like Spears, but I believe Spears isn't the right fit. Cody should be number four. Your thoughts, please. Okay, yes, yeah, so this is a good question, um, uh, Michael. So Paige should not be a part of that. Um, I heard Cody might be a part of it since uh, um, Anderson's, since Arn's with Cody. So I, yeah, I, Cody turning heel, nah, no need. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to make Omega heel, yeah, no need to turn Cody. Um, no, don't, don't make Paige. Uh, Paige should be a standalone. I mean, I'm cool with this team with Omega for now, but Paige should be his own guy. Like he, he should be a babyface top star for sure. Um, I wouldn't put him on. If they do another horseman thing, we've had so many. Evolution was the best spinoff of the horseman, period. The best spinoff of the horseman. Uh, Fortune was a bust, was a huge bust. Um, I mean, a lot of iterations of the four horsemen was a huge bust. So, I mean, talk about spinoffs. There was a bunch of iterations of the four horsemen that was a a bust, a huge bust. Uh, but Evolution, as far as Horseman spinoffs, Evolution was definitely the best. Um, so only the only thing is, it's like, eh, I really hope it doesn't have a Fortune-style bust to me. Um, I, I really hope that's the case. So uh, if you do it, I don't have FTR in it either. Um, I know that I know that's the Anderson Blanchard type of feel to it. There's no if I'm looking at FTR Page and Spears, none of them have that larger than life standout main event um uh, type of pedigree. Not even really pedigree, but just kind of uh, uh aura aura to them. Um Flair was the standalone was the standout main event guy. Like the four horsemen was Flair, the main eventer, you had Arn and Tully as the tag, and then you had revolving door of whoever you had Luger, you had Wyndham, you had Sid, you had, uh, uh, well, you had Ole and Arn was the tag, and then Tully was like the, the, the mid card singles for a while, and then you had Tully and Arn as the tag, and then you had like the Wyndham's, the Sid's, the, uh, uh, in the in the Lugers as the 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 upper mid card role, but Flair was the guy. Flair was the main event guy. So with Evolution, it was similar to the same way. Like Triple H was the guy. That's why I like the Inner Circle. Like the Inner, I like the Inner Circle. Um, I, I I'm all I'm almost tempted to put in uh, Eddie Kingston 
in there as uh, managing um, Ortiz and uh, Santana Ortiz. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like the fact that it should. That's how it should be. It should be like it should be like a stable type of person. Like you have someone standing out, especially a heel, and you have people kind of protecting him. And so, like Santana Ortiz has the tag feel to it. Uh, Hager has the mid card feel to it. Um, so yeah, that's what that's how it should be. Um, that's what makes factions really stick. NWL just had a bunch of main eventers. It was just like the original NWL. Hogan was the guy. Hall and Ass was, was tag, and then you just had so many main eventers. It was just. It was it was a faction, but it wasn't necessarily a stable because it wasn't really surra- surrounded around someone. Yes, it was around Hogan for a while, but at the same time, you had so many other main eventers on there. It, it was just it just got real convoluted, for sure. Uh, my doctorate is uh, in uh, forensic psychology. Thank you for asking. All right, what else I got? PMP Nation. We're going to start uh, on the headlines here soon. As, uh, again, it's hashtag headlines. Uh, any Ask Chris questions before we jump into that? Cody as the fourth would be great. They could push having the boss in the group. Great heel move. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, if they do it, I, I'm cool with Cody being in there. Uh, not Paige, but, but definitely more so Cody because Cody doesn't need. Cody does it's not necessary for Cody to be a, a top guy you know it's it's you know AEW's partly his company so as far as you know an executive role so he doesn't need to be at the forefront I think him um in that horseman style you know faction would be would be good I, I'd be fine with that um great conversation here uh PMP nation good stuff real good stuff um, do I think Chavo should return to help out Dominic? Huh. Interesting question, Elvis. Hmm. I'm 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 all in for a Chavo appearance. That's for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Um. It looks like Alistair Black's the guy. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would make sense. Um, yeah, I'd imagine if if they did a Chavo thing, but they won't put Chavo over though. Unfortunately, they 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 probably do it just for Seth to beat him up. Unfortunately. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Y'all giving each other's uh, ages out here. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, good question, uh, Justin. W- uh, which golden uh, role model turns on the other? Um, <laughs> I'll get to that a lot. So, um, I think, I think. I think Bailey is finally getting to the point of 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 doing her heel of really feeling comfortable in her heel role and doing a good job. 
I, I just like Bailey as a face, though, man. I, I probably because of the haircut. The haircut is just you gotta ditch the haircut. You gotta ditch the haircut. I can't stand the haircut. Um, so I mean, but I, I think it would make Bailey a stronger baby face since she had this heel run now. So I would keep Sasha heel. Uh, I would I would have Bailey be the the, the baby face. So um, Sasha said that you know for all this time I was you know cheering you on while you were winning the SmackDown Championship. You never gave me an opportunity. You know it's 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 ready made. I think if one of them turned, I, I would prefer Bailey to be the the baby face. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was thinking about this actually, uh, Chad, I think of, uh, Sammy Guevara being brought back so soon from suspension now, um, he's been gone for a while though. So, I mean, it hasn't probably hasn't seen, seemed like it, but he's been gone for a while. So I think it hasn't been too much. It, it, it wasn't like a long time. It, it wasn't like a short time to me like a super short time that he's that he was gone so yeah yeah it hasn't been it hasn't been like a, a crazy short time so i, I really I, i'm cool with it i mean I, i'd imagine you know they 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 made their peace you know what i mean so um made his peace and you know he he was suspended uh i heard it was without pay so i'm sure that he learned his lesson so bring him back um all right so we're going to do the headlines uh we're going to do hashtag headlines and whatever's going on i will let you pick the headlines hashtag headlines and then we will discuss then we'll gray raw and smackdown real quick and then uh and then we will do flow of the week i'll see a couple acts chris uh some good ones shane's asking i know you have said keith lee deserves to be in the conversation for main event status wwe make a full off keith lee if he goes to raw smackdown that's what wwe does to make man he'll go up there and start dancing watch i think there's an aura about keith lee though that just they'll respect um I think they'll respect them. So I, I, I'm more optimistic toward how they're going to use Keith Lee. Uh, and I, yeah, Keith, Lee, I think it should be Keith and Brock at the main event of WrestleMania. So I, I'm, I'm set on that for sure. Uh, there's another express question. That was pretty good. Mike is asking um, most uplifting family moment over the past week. Um I mean, every day, I really every day. Um, I'm about to become a doctor for my family. So finding out that my oral presentation is on Friday and it's the last journey of my my PhD journey, my doctorate journey. Um, you know, I'm doing this for my family. So uh, that is the most uplifting. But I mean, I have I mean, oh, my dad in a uh, <laughs> video with my two year old daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was hilarious. It was, uh, it's like, did you, have you accepted Jesus Christ as a person, Lord and Savior? She's like, yes. And it was so funny. It was hilarious. I love it. Um, and just, I mean, my, my family is awesome. I mean, like 
it's awesome. Like my family's awesome. Like, every single day I come in from anywhere and I have, I have three kids, seven, five, and two. And they, I kid you not, they swarm to me. They like, and it's, it's amazing to me. It's, I'm so blessed. I really am. Like they'll, they'll, they'll be like, daddy, like I'm just a pop culture icon, man. And I'm like, you know what? I, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm doing something right. Obviously, uh, every time I come in the house, I kid you not, every time I come in the house, whatever they're doing, they can be upstairs, they can be eating, they'll stop what they're doing, and they'll run to the door and be like, Daddy! And they'll all hug me, and then afterwards, they'll be like, Daddy, 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 like they'll cheer me. And and, and it's like, I don't deserve this, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's it's a blessing, it really is a blessing, so thanks for asking. Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, yep, Lee stands out. Um, stay in NXT, Mo, for a while. Stay in NXT. Um, Sasha versus Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> eh, I'm not interested. It could. I mean, they've they've teased Sasha and Stephanie for a couple of times, but yeah, I'll pass on that. Hard pass. Um, Adam Cole, bye bye, and undisputed era. See, I've said this for a while. I, I say they should turn Adam Cole face and have the undisputed era turn on him. Uh, you haven't done a good job. You, you've, you know, you're you're going off your rockers. You lost. You know, you, you've the insurance is gone. You know, you could do a bunch of stuff. I would have the undisputed era turn on Adam Cole. Now, if you now the undisputed era has the theme of being former ROH guys. All right, so all four of them are, all, are former ROH guys, and kind of have the same build in a sense. That's why I like UE actually. Um, so there's someone out there's I'm trying to think of someone who fits that criteria, who is competing currently for NXT right now. Um, eh, I can't think of anybody because you have Kyle Raleigh, Bobby, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, See, that's when I think you should have put Mike Bennett in there. Like, I think Mike Bennett would have been a good replacement. I think I've said this before, actually. I think Mike Bennett would have been a good replacement for Adam Cole in Undisputed Era. And what you should have done, what you should do, still, there's still hope, there's still possibility, um, is you have uh, Undisputed Era, turn on Adam Cole, Bay Bay. And you have Mike Bennett be the new leader of the Undisputed Undisputed Era. He is a former W. He's a former ROH guy that still has that similar build. So, yep, Mike agrees with that. Yep, yep. Um, greatest superstar never to have been WWE champ. Hennig, Arn, those are the two. Jake. Yeah, 
WWE, so arm would be WCW, but if I had to choose one, the WWE would be Jake. Yeah, for sure. Um, looks like the Universal Championship, which I love it. Um, yep, good stuff. All right, good stuff. We're about to turn. We're about to get to the headlines. Um, um, no need to, no need to, no need. Um, Piper's a good one, Mike, for sure. Uh, and 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 uh, Antoine Warrior has been WWE champ. Come on, WrestleMania six, Toronto, WWE champ, man, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no point of bringing Fowler to the main roster for sure. Um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I said. I said, there's still hope. That's my point. Like they, you can still bring him back. It's cause he was released. They, they re-signed, uh, Drake Maverick. It's, it's possible. Uh, you know what? And, uh, and this is probably where it goes and they can, they can, um, you, you can bring Mike Bennett back. And he'd be the lead of the Undisputed Era. You have Cole, um, you turn on Cole, and then you you're gonna write, write him off. Yeah, you do it. You do it. Do it now. I do it for you. All right, here's a uh, Royal Rumble. Uh, we're gonna do SummerSlam trivia too. We only got time for a couple of questions, maybe. Uh, the Rock retained the WWE Championship against Triple H and Blank. So it was a triple threat. The Rock retained the WWE Championship against Triple H and Blank at SummerSlam 2000. The Rock retained the WWE Championship against Triple H and Blank at SummerSlam 2000. Uh, I've been checked. Uh, I need to check my email. Sorry, guys. Uh, I get too many emails alert alerts. I have a... Um, I have a university email and I have my personal email uh, alerts. So I don't check the Crave Wrestling that much, but I should. So, like I said, uh, we will be, I, I, I will be playing um, weekly videos, store these videos up, uh, send a 30 second promo of how much you love PNP at uh, Crave Wrestling gmail.com, and I will play it. I'll give you a shout out and play it live during the show this show reaches a lot thousands and thousands of viewers every every um every week so four to seven typically uh thousand uh there's been plenty of times recently has actually been more than that but around the four to seven range of how much we reach every week uh it's been more of the six to seven uh, a lot but uh, yeah, we, we PMP reaches a lot, so I'm blessed for that for sure. Um, all right, so Rock retains. I'm sure there's some right answers. Uh, yep, good job. Yeah, do it, do it now. I do it for you. Uh, Angle, that's correct. Correct, Mike. Correct. Mo, uh, Aaron, good job, good job, Mo. Yep. All right, let's do another trivia. 
Who did the Undertaker defeat at SummerSlam 2002? Who did the Undertaker defeat at uh, SummerSlam 2002? Dos. Um, all right, so go jump into these, uh, jump into these headlines, y'all. You ready? So get your headlines together. Hashtag headlines. We'll talk about them. Uh, so let's do this. No further ado, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Headlines. Here we go. Okay, yeah, let's get these uh, headlines together. Again, hashtag headlines, and I will address them. I will address them, yes. I will address them. Headlines, hashtag headlines. Um, <clears throat> what else you got? Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you coming through, man. Hashtag headlines. Let's do this for a bit. And then we're going to wrap it up with the SummerSlam main events. I saw a headline on here. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, Lonzo. Um, yes, I did see the McAfee, the Adam Cole McAfee video. Uh, I thought it was a 100% work. I mean, like 100% work. I mean, there's no way, no way that WWE will allow that to happen. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Uh, Schultz, Dr. D, David Schultz. Uh, There was a dark side about him. (laughs) Uh, I think WWE is doing their best to steer clear from any type of rioting like that. Um, and I think it was, it was Vader who, uh, who uh, messed up a reporter too. I think it was Orton that did it too overseas uh, a while ago. So yeah, I mean, steering clear from that stuff. I think it was a 100% shoot, uh, 100% work, One, 100% work. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll talk about the bar fight, uh, here in a raw and SmackDown. Uh, so, so give, so, um, so let me, give me your raw, give me your raw and SmackDown, um, grades. I like the bar fight actually. I think it was good. Uh, it was another cinema, you know, uh, cinematic match, which they should have more of. It was good. I liked it. It was good. Uh, again, I keep saying that. I think strongly that they should do Jeff Hardy versus uh, the Fiend um, at at Mania. I think it makes perfect sense for them to do a storyline. Jeff Hardy versus the Fiend. Jeff Hardy gets a redemption. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I'm saying that it should be for the Universal Championship, but it doesn't have to. Uh, I want Big E to win the Universal Championship. If they are giving him a push, give him a push. I want to win. I want him to win the whole thing. So if Hardy versus the Fiend, if it's non-title, I'm fine with that too. They can make it a really good storyline. I want to see Jeff Hardy versus the Fiend at WrestleMania. Fiend could be, you know, it's 
personal demons and they can do all types of stuff. They can really make this really, really good between Jeff Hardy and the Fiend. He overcomes his demons. He overcomes the alcohol uh, addiction. It can, this, they can really make something really big out of it. So uh, raw actually was, uh, was much watchable. Uh, much more watchable than it was uh, than it has been. So I mean, Raw was actually okay to me. Uh, I, I give it like a B minus. Uh, SmackDown um, a B. Yeah, so I, I was SmackDown a B. Uh, Raw B minus. Yeah, for sure. Um, hundred percent, man. Um, totally cool with that. Uh, Nick Aldis and Bruce. Um. What's uh what's going on with all with all this? Uh yeah, so I haven't heard the skinny. Oh yeah, yeah. So so they're they're going back and forth on Twitter, right? Yeah, so he says, uh your ignorant comments about me. So so Pritchard lacked the it factor during his time as Magnus. Which I don't agree. I think he was. I think he definitely had an it factor in madness. Um, all this says your ignorant comments about me had me at an all-time low, kind of like your raw ratings. However, there are a few Hall of Famers that seem to have a different opinion. Some of which are in feature below. So that was uh, busted open. He was on the busted open. Uh, Monday? Yeah, I think it was Monday. Um, yeah, so, and then Busted Open has something on our Twitter. Uh, yeah, I think I, th- I think all this, I think he's a star, man. I, I mean, I think he was one of the biggest things that helped revive NWA to be in a particular spot that it was as far as being a, a household company again. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I like Bruce. I've interviewed Bruce before, but uh, gotta disagree with Bruce on that one for sure. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. Yep. I see. I think ultimately, I agree with that. Um, and I was thinking about that during the bull, uh, the, the bull fight, the, during the bar, bar fight. I was thinking about that too. Um, yeah, I was. I was thinking about that too. I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's not and then and then here's the thing. Like I'm okay with them doing a cinematic match with him not being around, you know, the alcohol part and they just kind of doing around it, but there were times where he was slid across the, you know, the island area, the the the, the bar area. Um and I mean there were like there were there alcohol on him. So I'm like, eh, not a fan. That's not really good. Uh, SmackDown B plus Raw C plus uh, Elvis Antoine and Mo thought that Raw Raw was a D. Is that right? What made Raw a D? I actually thought it was uh, pretty solid. Um, SmackDown C Raw so far B. I have one hour left to watch in one Murphy match. Okay, cool. Just okay to Marissa for both. 
Um, good headlines. Uh, Kari saying leaving. Um, she wants to spend time with her hubby. I'm, I'm an advocate of that. <laughs> I'm cool for sure. Uh, I, you know what? Here's the crazy part. I think that if you even put Samoa Joe in the ring, he'll just be winning a few matches and then jobbing out to somebody. So I'm actually fine with him being in that spot. That he's a really good color guy. He's a really good co uh, color commentator. It's really a hidden gem. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like a. You, you discovered a gold mine, man. He's really good. If he makes the same, you know, I wouldn't cut his pay or anything like that. Give him the same salary, and he's. It's a win-win for Samoa Joe. If they haven't cut his pay, if they're still giving him a big salary as a as a talent, and he literally doesn't have to step in the ring and risk an injury, and he's been, he's had several injuries in WWE. He's at the announcer's booth. He doesn't have to risk injury, and he gets paid the same. Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. I'm sure he's pretty happy about that. I mean, of course, you have that itch of wanting to go back in the ring, but he's in a much better spot. Oh, uh, yeah, Regis Philbin passing away. Um, yeah, 88 years old. 88 years old. I dream to live in 88 and still, like, being super active, like <laughs> – um and his you know he was hosting millionaire in his 60s you know so good stuff man um 70s even really uh so yeah being active still being very active at that age good stuff i interviewed uh eric bischoff today yep all right Um, who's UPR, Ricky? I don't know who UPR. Can you? Yep, I like wrestling. Get a shout out. Who's UPR? Um, all right, headlines. Cool. All right, so we got headlines and Raw and SmackDown ratings, uh, all in one. So that was perfect. All right, so uh, flavor of the week. Just let me know who you thought the worst. Uh, <laughs> who you thought the worst um, SummerSlam match of all time was? So let's do this. Without further ado, for the week here we go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right. Who was the worst SummerSlam match? What was the worst SummerSlam match of all time? The worst SummerSlam match of all time. Main event match, actually. Main event match. Or SummerSlam main event match of all time. Got a few more minutes. Jeez. Worst SummerSlam main event match of all time. Who y'all got? Who y'all get? Who y'all got? Oh, okay, cool. Unpopular review. Okay, yeah. 
cool good stuff um what y'all got worst SummerSlam main event of all time what y'all got what y'all got what y'all got what y'all got main event though main event okay cool sounds good sounds good cool all right upr good stuff um cool uh, shoot me a link to your stuff uh shoot me a link to your stuff message me a link to your stuff um wait senior versus daniel bryan was the worst no way I, that was actually one of the one of my favorites um i really liked that match and i'm not a i'm not a cena fan <laughs> i'm not a cena fan at all but i actually really liked that match because that was just, that was the same match that uh orton turned orton and triple h turned uh orton cashing the 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 money bank contract that was that was really good brock versus cena at SummerSlam. ha <laughs> Yeah, I think that was pretty bad because Cena got decimated. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. I don't know about the worst of all time, but not quite sure about that. But that was that was indeed a, a bad one for sure. Um, which I got SummerSlam. Y'all looking up matches. What's the ones that y'all remember? What's 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 this? Oh, this is a good one. Yes, yes, maybe we're just diesel. Yeah, I agree with that. That was pretty bad. Yes, indeed. Good one. Good one, Elvis. Good one, Elvis. Cool. So that'll stump y'all. What? Ah, that's funny. Michael versus Vader, that wasn't a bad match. That was actually a pretty good match. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Thank you, Chris. Not a Cena fan. He just became my favorite person. Yeah, I... Man, I, I haven't been a Cena fan. And, uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't like him in the beginning. I think what got me is he beat Jericho uh, at Vengeance 2002. And I'm a Jericho guy. And when he beat... Uh, when he beat... Jericho Vengeance 2002. I was like, oh, I'm not buying in this. I'm not buying into this guy. Uh, and then I, for a little bit, I started liking him again. Like, for a little bit, um, maybe like around the 03 era, um, 04, 03 era, around there. But like around like 06, Nope. Like I, I, I haven't liked them. I haven't been a Cena fan since. I actually was like super non-Cena. Like super non-Cena. And then now I'm more indifferent towards Cena. Like it, I was like super anti-Cena for a long time. But now I'm just kind of indifferent. You know what I mean? Like he has his spots. I actually think it was a good idea that he came and, and put Bray over. I was totally fine with that. So now I'm more indifferent than like not liking them. Yeah, I'm, I'm more different now. 
Um, no, Mo, I'm surprised. I, I really liked this match. This was this was the cage match. This was good. Um, this was great too. That was for the world world title. That, dude, what are you talking about? You're picking some of my favorites, actually. Although I'm not happy that Rock won, but that was a that was actually a very solid match. Uh, I would agree on this. Uh, and they still, they're still, you know, people on interviews still say uh, John Cena should have um, put him over. There's a lot of people who's been in that match and have commentated on it and said that it was a bad call by having WWE win. Uh, Nexus, Cena should have put Nexus over. Although I wanted WWE to win, but it makes, it makes very sense. Um, it makes sense to put Nexus over. Cool. Uh, Taker versus Brett. I thought that, that was great. What do you guys do? What are you guys talking about? You guys are picking uh, some good ones. Uh, Hogan versus what's up, Brian? Hogan versus Sean. I, I I like it for what it's became. Like that's uh, <laughs> what it has become. I, I I like it because because of why Sean was overselling. I think that was pretty funny. Um. Oh yeah 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 yes yes absolutely. So okay now we're back in good graces. Yoko versus Luger was was bad. And I think that uh, I think the biggest thing of the reason why Yoko versus Luger was bad because I really wanted Luger to win and they did the DQ finish. I mean that was that was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, I think you're back in my good graces, Mo. That was a very bad main event for sure. Absolutely. See, I liked I liked see I guess you're not back in my good graces very long. I I, I get it though. I get it though, Mo. I, a lot of people didn't like Taker versus Taker. I loved it. I mean, again, characters, aura, presence. I loved it. I was a kid at that time, and as a teenager, I was like, "Look, I, I loved it. I loved it. It was great. I loved the intrigue. I was not happy that Taker, you know, Royal Rumble got buried, rose up. Then you had the fake Taker. I was like longing to see the Undertaker come back. Then you had the fake Taker." And I was like, this is a fraud, you know? And so it wasn't, the match wasn't very good, of course, but the main event to me was good as far as the build. I was a big build. Uh, I was, I'm a big build guy for sure. Uh, Ricky, I have been watching wrestling since the mid eighties when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, um, 80, I'd say probably 86. 85, 86. I remember the horseman vividly. I remember like the dawning of the horseman. I remember SummerSlam. I watching. I remember watching the first SummerSlam over my aunt's house. First or second one. Uh, that was real time. That was around eighty seven. Um, I remember the horseman forming. Um, so uh, it was probably around eighty. I'd say eighty five, eighty six is when I start start watching wrestling. That's when I remember watching my 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 late grandma. 
she's the one who got me into wrestling. Um, and she watched wrestling way before I was born. So I remember, like, I watched wrestling since I was a kid. Like, I, technically, I watched wrestling since the early 80s. <laughs> so, uh, but I remember, like, as far as stuff that I remember, I would say I remember the Midnight Rider angle. I remember that real time because I remember I loved Dusty. And I remember as a kid, like, that's Dusty Rhodes, but he's a bad guy. So I was like, not happy about that. And so, yeah, I remember that. Um, Midnight Rider was around 88, I think. Um, I think that was, I think that was 88. Yeah, that was 88. That was, so I, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that vague. I remember that very, uh, and I was watching wrestling at least a year before that, maybe even two, because I remember Dusty. Uh, so I would say probably 80. If I would land on a year, I would probably say 86. But I think it was before that, though, but maybe 86. I'm almost positive 85, but almost 86. Evan is uh, my boy. Uh, he's uh, working OT tonight. So he will be back with us. All right, y'all. Out of here. Uh, that's a good one, Dion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, yeah, that handicap match was, was a bust to me. I agree. Uh, but so far out of all the other ones, uh, I think the Luger Yoko was, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, yeah, I did see. And that's the thing. I, I remember Magnum vividly. I remember Nikita, Nikita Koloff and my uncle Ivan. I remember all. I remember all of that real time. I remember all of it real time. Um, all of it. Um, so yeah, I would. I would say probably eighty five, eighty six. Um, oh yeah, this was. Oh, this was. I don't think this was very good. Um, I, I, as a kid back in the day, it was. It was good, but now uh, I was like, yeah. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. It's been a really good conversation. Thank y'all. Keep me in prayer. I've got to defend my dissertation this coming Friday. I'm excited by this time next by this time next week, I will be done with my dissertation, done with my doctoral process, and just simply waiting for me to receive the email that I'm a doctor. So, wow. This Chris Prolific here. Uh, follow me there, but I'm going to change this uh, when I become a doctor. I'm just going to be going to be Dr. Chris right here right now, right here. It's going to change. It's going to become Dr. Chris. So, All right, y'all. It's been fun. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember, I'll do it for you. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.